0: Hey, welcome to the Babes Talking Business Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Lauren. I'm a mama, wife, author, and a network marketing professional. I'm really passionate about empowering women to step into their power and becoming self-led, self-ignited, and excited when it comes to their finances, businesses, relationships, and life. So I love we have created this space where women can come together to rise together To have real and raw conversations and be reminded of their power, their worth, and their vision when they forget. Because when one woman wins, we all win. And sometimes we just need someone to go first to show us what's possible.
1: And I'm Shani. I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur who loves to diversify the way I create wealth. And I love empowering and teaching you about it too. I'm an international speaker, a course creator, a professional network marketer, But my favorite job of all is being a mama. It's really important for me to fulfill my life's purpose with the impact and the work that I do. But my highest value is family. And so navigating the balance between being a kick-ass woman in business and a conscious mother is where I'm at and excited to share that with you too. Hang around me long enough and I'll show you how to step into your full potential and have you cultivating health, wealth and fortune in a soulful and joyful way that feels good.
0: So before we go straight to talking about business, Let's start this podcast talking about the bullshit. I think <laughs> it's been a while since we caught up properly and there's been a lot that's going on. So maybe you can catch us up on what's happened between now and the last episode we recorded. Because I think the last one we recorded was literally...
1: It was a couple of months ago. A couple of months maybe ago. A, it feels like a couple of months. Well, I went to Europe. Yes. <laughs> I went to Europe and I've come back. I feel like a new person. Um, the bullshit. Hmm. Well, traveling with a one-year-old is not what it seems to be by most people it was really beautiful but it was freaking hard yeah i'm hitting you up for the tips when we go later in the year Mike, it's My easy when they're traveling go. when they're little <laughs>
0: <laughs> when
1: they're little and they're just breastfeeding on the boob i'm like they're so busy now yeah they're so busy like he's walking he's very vocal he's very like he tells you what he wants so it was a beautiful trip. It was like, I actually really needed the rest. I needed the R&R. I needed to just like fully reset, restructure. It was just so necessary. And like, to be fair, it was the most beautiful holiday. And we had a great routine. Like he sleeps once a day. So we'd play before and after and we'd do whatever we had to. And then the two, three hours he'd nap, like I'd read a book, I'd sunbake. It was beautiful. It was The flight home and the week of jet lag to Volo, that just messed me. I literally said to Matt, we are never going to Europe again (laughs) until he's like, (laughs) fine. It gives me anxiety, takes me back to like the new mum, like the first few months of being a mum, Yeah, the sleep deprivation. No sleep, but we're good. We're good now. How about you? Business aside, what's the bullshit? How are you surviving the roller coaster we call life right now? Um, well, Stevie's
0: in the transition of going from one nap to two naps, which I think we're riding that okay. I'm just not putting any pressure on her and just being intuitive with it. Some days I'm like, oh, she woke up at 5 a.m. Looks like she's going back down to eight for two sleep or two naps. Um, other than that, the bullshit is I wore, I broke out in a random itch, actually, two days ago. Yeah, that's weird. So weird. Like I had um, in my pregnancy when I caught COVID, my liver stopped working and I got pregnancy cholestasis, which like the only symptom is you have really itchy hands. And yeah, two days ago I broke out in itches like I had itchy earlobes <laughs> like, how did you manage lope? that <laughs> so I've done some blood tests this morning I'm on antihistamines which make me feel really docile like, I don't know how people take them like I slept for 14 hours last night so that's my bullshit but we'll see what my blood test comes back And I think it's probably going to inspire a like a health reset I'm going to do maybe a 72 hour water cleanse this week that's my fucking worst nightmare <laughs> talking about shit that I'm gonna do my first colonic
1: oh my god <laughs> Do you know, I went to go and get a colonic once and I was nine weeks pregnant at the time and yeah. the lady was like, oh, you can't have this like pregnant. So I've never had one. I was going to say, have you had one before? No. Well, well, that
0: might be the next episode update. I can update <laughs> you on the actual bullshit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, let's get into business. Yes. We have a lot to catch up on. Like, We haven't seen each other for like a, month. a long time last time i saw you we had our company
0: conference and you were leaving the gala Mm. because you literally had to fly out to chicago like in a few hours it was like at 4 a.m in the morning had to go
1: yeah we had to (laughs) we had to get up at 6 to catch this is some more bullshit we had to get up at 6 a.m to go to the airport and we had everything ready the night before ready to go we were just like we'll just get up we'll have breakfast we'll go our luggage exploded like 10 minutes before we're meant to catch (laughs) them. I don't know. So that was the beginning of our holiday, just frantically trying to figure out how the hell to get a month's worth of clothes and toys and all the stuff we needed into like the other bag. Anyway, anyway, we survived. We're here, we're back. And yes, that was the last time we saw each other.
0: And... So you haven't, you haven't feel been about Chicago. So, obviously, you want an incentive trip with our company to Chicago to go see the yeah. farms where our products are made. It was next level. And I've like had little, sh- like, small messages here and there being like, Oh my gosh, this was amazing. Like, I know you had your own personal takeaways. You had an opportunity to network with the other seven figure earners in yeah. our company globally. Like, what came from that trip and the
1: conversations you got to have, or what were your personal ahas? <sighs> There was one conversation that I had that I think has just like totally reframed the way that I run my business now. And like the farm was beautiful. Everything was beautiful. They wined and dined us every single night. There was a cocktail party. In America, you remember how they like free pour? Like there's no... There's no like, who's a little 30 mil shot and there you go. No, it's a freaking free pour. So we were calling them the FFPs because they were free, free pours. And we were so drunk every single (laughs) night. Um, But aside from that, and just being wined and dined by the company, they really put it on. Like, I reckon they definitely chucked a few million dollars at this thing. Like, it was next level. Um, But there was one particular conversation that I had. So I. It was funny because I went to the farm, but your partner wasn't allowed to go. So Maddie stayed at the hotel with Rue that day, and there was another couple from Europe who have a massive business over in Europe. And um, he went to the farm, but she she was there just like as the partner. But she actually has a really incredible business over there too. Um, so yeah, Maddie and and her they had breakfast together. So Matt texts me while they were having breakfast, and he's like, "You need." to chat with such and such like when you get back because I've just had a really good chat with her about like how she runs her business around her kids and family and like I guess leading into Chicago just life and business felt a bit clunky a little bit like we didn't have much structure in the day so to speak like Matt and I would have the time with Rue I was mostly doing all my work during Rui's naps and he's been napping once a day. So it's been like two hours a day and that's it. And I get my mum to help, um, on a Wednesday, sometimes on a Friday, but mostly just Wednesday. So I've got one full day on a Wednesday, which really is not a full day. Cause I drop him off at 11 and I pick him up at three. So it's like four hours and I'm like commuting an hour of that time. <laughs> so yeah, really it's like, three it's not really a full yeah. day. So Business was clunky and I was feeling like super frustrated, kind of like was internalizing it though. I wasn't really like, I hadn't reached out to mentors or anything. I know like the CEO of our company, Celine, she's reached out to give us, um, mentoring and stuff. So I kind of spoken to her about it and I was like, I'm just not finding my flow. Like this one day a nap thing is really weird. Like I can't do as much as I want, but I'm like in this phase of motherhood where I want to chill. Anyway, that's the long of the short or the short of the long, or whatever. <laughs> so, Matt has this conversation with her at breakfast and was like, You know, Shan's just trying to find someone that she can talk to about this because, like, everyone in Australia, they've all got like grown up kids. Like, no one's really had the sized business that I have in Australia with a one year old. Um, and all of our mentors are amazing. I love them to bits. But yeah, they're just in, like a different phase of life with their kids. They've got teenagers and stuff. So, um yeah, she was like telling Matt, you know, she's gotta come talk to me because I just have strict boundaries, like really firm, like a line in the sand that does not get crossed. And anyway, found her at one of the parties. Um it was the 1920s theme, so we were dressed up like <laughs> like 1920s gangsters. Um and yeah, I just had a great chat with her. And I was like, what, so how, how do I do this? Like, I want to be successful here. I want to continue growing. Um, I'm grateful for what I have, but I know I'm able to create more, but I don't want to do it at the expense of family time. I don't want to do it eight hours a day anymore. Like I know I can create, like I can double my business, but I know that I can do it in the time that I have. Anyway. So she just asked me a really good question. She was like, well, how do you want your business to look like in this transition and transition period of like motherhood and business? How does it need to look like for you? Um, And then the other question she asked was, what are you doing right now in business that like just sets you off? Like doesn't feel good, but you're doing it because you should, or because um, you've seen someone else do it that way. Like what are the things that don't feel good? So that's all she really told me to reflect on. And I just went back and just reflected on that over the month that I was in Europe and just like wrote a list of everything that just like irks me that I don't like doing that. I'm doing because someone told me that I should do it or just like sets my nervous system off. You know, when you get like anxiety cause mm. you're just like, Oh fuck, I've got so much to do or I've got like the inbox is overflowing and this and that. So I wrote a really long list of things just that don't put me in a great energetic space. And I was like initiating all the time, like forcing it. And then I wrote a list of all the things that like I love and that sets my soul on fire and I want to do more of. So I kind of like mushed these two lists together. They had a baby and outcomes. I guess like I... I want to do this in a way that feels good for me and that for that to happen and for me to show up hundred percent for my team in a way that like serves them. It's not like me, like at night, like, oh my God, I'm so tired, but I've got to get back to these people. There are some new boundaries put in place. So, um, I've structured my week out. Like it's very clear when I'm a mum, and it's very clear when I'm in business. Um, I've hired a nanny. And she comes on a Wednesday, sorry, on a Tuesday all day. And then I've got mum, and I've asked mum to have Roo from nine. And I work out from nine to 10. And then I work the rest of the day and I pick up Roo at five. So mum's got Roo for a bit longer and she's happy with that. So I've got two big days there. So the way it looks, I guess, is Mondays is just like my catch up day, um, my content creation day. My like, I write my email out to my subscriber list. I create some content for the rest of the week. Um, Tuesday is Tuesdays and Wednesdays are days that I do calls, and that's it. Like there are no more calls throughout the rest of the week because I've realized like I was trying to fit calls in when Rui naps and when like I've like got a little bit of time here and there, and it just it was. I was saying to you like the other day, it just makes me so anxious when. He doesn't sleep and I'm like trying to get him to sleep and then I'm trying to text this person. I feel really unprofessional being like, oh my God, I'm going to be 10 minutes late because Rui's not asleep yet. Like I know it, people don't care, yeah, but I... it it like sends my nervous system on fire because I'm just like, I'm anxious. I'm overwhelmed. I'm just like, ah. so Tuesday, Wednesdays are my call days. Thursdays are like me and Rui day. I've decided I'm just like fully offline. I'm not in my inbox emails, nothing, no calls. And then Friday's like a catch up day, like close some loops on some projects or do like things that I didn't get to do throughout the week. So it's just, there's just like a little bit more structure to my week. And that just makes me feel really good. And I've stopped doing things that I don't like. So for example, I don't like doing calls with people at night. And I think that was really hard for me to break up with because I was like, well, the only time I have time to do calls is at night. Mm -hmm. Like I can't run this business without doing calls. And the only time I have is at night. But when I really think about it, like, I'm not hundred percent at night. I'm tired. I want to be in bed at eight. Cause I want to be up at five working out before really wakes up. And that's more important to me than doing a call. So I was like, I had to like kind of do this thing of what's more important to me working out at five o'clock in the morning and having eight hours rest or like being depleted, tired, resentful, bitter that I'm on a call at like 7 PM at night when I don't want to be. So just like little things like that I've broken up with, It really triggered me when she said to me to stop doing things like that. I was like, no, I can't. She was like, well, you're just going to be in this vicious loop forever doing things that you don't like doing. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) So that was a really long explanation. No, that was good. (laughs) I think
0: there's lots of nuggets in that.
1: Yeah. And I know not everyone is in a phase of business where they can stop doing calls at night. Like I think for the last year I've had to do them at night because that's all I had. Yeah. But I like I've invested in a nanny now once a week i've got my mum once a week like i can do my calls then and if people can't do calls in those windows like i just can't do the call then like i've actually got to say i'm really sorry that's all i've got available at the moment yeah i think
0: too like i don't i haven't had this issue maybe just because stevie sleeps stevie's had a slept a bit easier than rui throughout the Mm -hmm. day but i always I feel like you even you taught me this pricing ourselves like if this if you had a normal job right and someone was going for a job interview you can't dictate hey can I have my job interview at seven o'clock at night yeah. you would say the person you, you're having a job interview before would be like hey yeah, you've got between one and two this day you'd organize your lunch time around it you'd yeah. take your lunch time if you needed a rdo if you had to go and work an hour at least could leave an hour later yeah you make it work yeah like so, so I remember you telling me like so I've, I've surprised my time so there's a lot of team who like I can't jump on at night I'm like that's all right well what time's your lunch break like yeah. I can do a call between one and three yeah so i think i would totally agree i don't do calls at night because like i'm zonked and you're not gonna get an inspired happy version of me or something you're gonna like you get the worst of me so i haven't done that either unless the only time i do a call at night is when we're doing launch events for a team because that's Mm. the night when i'm like all right well Tuesday nights every second week or so for someone's doing a launch event I think that's a good use of my time but even then it's only 15 minutes yeah So an hour and I don't have to I'm not pouring into anyone I'm just presenting and talking yeah. for five minutes so and it's something you've repeated over and over again mm. so you can do that just whack on some makeup and you get it done so yeah I agree it's a good boundary but like you said at the start that's we did build our business at night because we're yeah. working jobs throughout the day but I think seven years on I think we've earned the right to give
1: ourselves some sleep the goddamn right <laughs> and something else I distinguish, like if I don't have eight hours of sleep, I'm not a good human the next day. Like I, I shouldn't even go to work if I've not had eight (laughs) hours. Like I just need to go offline. And um, I think I've just like survived, like I survived the first 11 months of no sleep with Rui and he's just started sleeping through the night. And I've real, like I've actually remembered how important eight hours of sleep is for me. Mm. So reverse engineering, like, okay, Rui usually wakes up at seven which means if I want to go and work out before he wakes up, I've made a deal with Matt. Like I can do that in the morning and he'll be at home. I've got to go to the gym anywhere between five thirty and six and do my thing and be home by seven so that then I can be there for break in or whatever. But if I'm waking up at that time, I actually want to meditate first. So I'm up at five. So if I'm up at five, like I need to be in bed by eight, like seven, eight o'clock reading my book with my red light on no TV, no Instagram, nothing. So I, I can't be on calls the hour before that. I'm doing bath time and bedtime. So I can't be on calls from six to seven. And then the hour before that, I want to walk my dog on the beach for sunset. So I, I cannot be online from five to six. So it's like, wow, holy shit. I finished work at four thirty yeah. every fucking day. Like, and no, there's nothing after that. And I think just coming to terms with the fact that, like, I've kind of, that's been a bit blurred, that line. I've been like, oh, I'll make it work or, you know, like, causing friction between Matt and I because I'm like hey can you do bedtime and bath time tonight because I've got a call and he's like yeah sure okay of course I'll help but of course it's like it's just not been working so yeah that was I needed that I needed that combo with that girl
0: yeah I'm mm. glad you get to come in fill me in about it too
1: mm.
0: I think we forget though like Everyone says that first year of motherhood, it's a lot. Like, yeah, like and they're learning. Get, we've learned, like we're still both learning. So yeah. I know, and I know some people might like, listening to this might sound like we might sound like we're spoiled little brats. Yeah. like we finish at four thirty, <laughs> and we don't do calls at night, and we walk the sunset, and we need time to do like an hour meditation. But also, I want this to inspire you because that's why we said yes to this business in the first place. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to a couple of the girls in our team who are going traveling in the next month or two, and they're like, "Well, oh, how available do I do I be with for my team?" And I was like, "You've got to remember the." Team join the network marketing profession, and most people open up their businesses or start businesses that want the freedom and flexibility. So, it also is inspiring for you to have boundaries and for your team to see the life that you get to create. Because if you are working, yeah, nights, mornings, there's no boundaries for you. There's no boundaries for Mum for Rui. Then the team are like, when do when do I get to enjoy this freedom that we've worked so hard for? So I think it's important that we. Yeah, especially after years of doing it, we show them that we get to reap the rewards of yeah, totally the, the work
1: that we've done because that's why we both said yes to this industry. Fully. And there's just like there's no point doing life when it's not meaningful. And actually, we were both talking before about how we both read Time Magic by mm. Melissa Ambrosini and Nick Broadhurst. Um, lovely book. Loved it. It was so good. And it just really hit home for me. I don't know if it like hit home for you, but that last chapter, in the actually the very last page of that book, I had a full emotional response to it when they were talking about like, there's no point doing life, if it's not meaningful and fulfilling. And I think because I had been doing things that was kind of like, irking me or like really sending my nervous system off into a spin. That last page I was like it's so true like there's no fucking point in me doing all this stuff that I don't enjoy doing because what's what is the point like what why live like why live this life if you're doing stuff that you don't enjoy doing yeah so it really hit home for me and um yeah just also like while I was overseas in Europe I deleted my all my email apps my messenger apps Facebook like the only app I had was Instagram Yeah. <laughs> um, and even like I wasn't checking my inbox in there because it's so funny like I know they didn't mean to, but this team that's like, I know you're on holiday, but I'm like, yeah, I'm on holiday. Leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) So it was just really good to unplug. I haven't, I haven't done that in a long time. I don't know when the last time is I plugged off. That was good.
0: No. Well, I'm
1: glad you're back. I missed you. (laughs) Thanks. It's good to be back. I feel renewed, refreshed, restructured my whole business while I was overseas. I actually haven't told you this. I invested in a mastermind. Mm -hmm. So I'm currently in week four of a business mastermind with women who actually no one's in the network marketing profession, which is really good. Actually, I think there's one girl, it's not her main gig, her main gig's coaching. Um, So yeah, it's just like really good to, for the first time in a really long time, be like caught out on my shit, told, like have someone like go through my business and really look at what needs refinement and... Yeah, it's just been really nice to be surrounded by, like... It's a multiple six-figure mastermind, so everyone in there is like, got a pretty substantially-sized business. So, yeah, it's been really good. I'm learning
0: lots. What are they... Because you get to hear, I guess, other people's challenges as well in the mastermind. Like, what are most other people struggling with at, six, at the six-figure mark?
1: Um, well, it's very intimate. There are five women in it, including myself. So, um most of the women in the mastermind are like in the coaching space or like court, like doing courses and stuff like that. And I think what people, um, everyone's talking about is how buying behavior has changed right now. And I know we've done an episode on this and actually I feel like redoing that whole episode because I've learned heaps. So, um, like the whole, like the way we sell online or the way we used to sell online doesn't work anymore, which we all know, we've all felt that in our businesses. What's happened is over COVID, and this is just like a, I suppose, a, an idea, an yeah. ideology. It's made, I don't know if it's legit, but it's what's been thrown around in the mastermind. Um, so during COVID, a lot of things were not available to buy because you know how like everything like in the shops and stuff kind of like toilet paper paper. (laughs) (laughs) yeah so there's been like this subconscious um thing in people that like they they want to be able to buy something that's always available So they don't want to be like, oh my gosh, it's on sale, buy it now, because that's not working for people right now. They're kind of like bruised from what happened in COVID when like nothing was available, everything was scarce. So now when people buy, their buying behavior is like, I don't care if it's on sale, I don't care if it's a limited time offer, I just want to be able to think about this purchase because A, people are like pretty tight with money right now. B people like the cost of living has gone up. So they want to be able to sit with the thought of, do I want to buy this? And so consumers are taking longer to make an investment on something. So, you know how, like, um, let's just say like we have a, like in the HSC, in our business, we have like a one month, um, special or an offer, or there's like a sync your cycle program or whatever, just because it's ending on a date, that doesn't mean anything to anyone. Like people aren't buying because of FOMO anymore. They wanna be able to sit with it and make the decision and be able to buy in two, three, four months from now. So the buying behavior of consumers now is just like, it's just elongated. People are just not buying straight away. So we have to kind of change our selling behavior so that it is available, but also we have to continuously repeat what we're selling so that the message is still like front of mind when that person jumps online. So, um, we can't just be like, Oh, it's like this 14 day challenge. It's starting next month. And then never talk about it again. Cause people will forget about it. It's got to be like the consistent messaging. It's got to be repeated. So that's probably one thing that's come up a lot. Like for coaches and people in the e-commerce space, like, you know, usually they'll launch something. It's like cut open and, then it's cut closed and then they don't talk about it anymore because it's finished. Like that's just not working anymore. So yeah. I've been trying to like apply that to our network marketing business. And yeah, I got some really cool tips I'm excited to share with the team about repetition and just how to make that really easy so you're not constantly trying to think of content to post. It's just like super easy to just repeat, 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 repeat. Yeah. And make sure it's something
0: like you said, that's something they really want to talk talking, I guess, in terms of their values. So it's, it's not really, yeah. they're not, it's not a... Um, like it's not like an instant purchase. It's something that they really yeah. sit with to make sure this is something that I really want. This is something that's important to me.
1: Yeah. Well, people don't buy something because um, it's nice anymore or because it's like a nice to have people are buying things because it provides a solution. So we've got to talk in terms of like, I've got the solution to X, Y, Z mm. rather than like people aren't buying stuff because of the research or because of like, any of those details it's just like if you suffer or struggle with this like this is the solution yeah. and that's the messaging that needs to be repeated mm. i like it will mm. play with that this week yeah i want to do a training on it
0: yeah cool maybe if any of you guys have business which most of you do which is why you listen to the podcast that can be a little business tip for this week with your copy <laughs> yeah. or your content
1: yeah. lead with the
0: solution that you provide and yeah we'll come back and talk more into this maybe the next episode after you've done your yeah. training
1: Yeah, yeah, i've got Four weeks to go until this. I don't want the mastermind to end. I'm learning so much. Yeah. What about you? What's been going on in life and business for you? I think, babe, this episode's all yours.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I have. I've just been enjoying motherhood. I think we're in really good routine with Stevie. So there's nothing really to report with that. Like I just work when Stevie sleeps. The team's really good right now. Mm, The vibe is high. The the vibe's high. Team's winning. Um, I'm just really enjoying mum life. I'm going to the gym every day it's getting a little bit warmer so i'm going with stevie out on the bike oh, every no. afternoon we still need to take the kids to crumb and wildlife together oh my gosh i was there yes it was so
1: good <laughs> um
0: but yeah other than that just enjoying the mum and business life there's not yeah. really too much to report right now i'm talking at an event in vegas next month um which is online and then we're talking going to new zealand to talk an event in new zealand in september and then we have our co-founder retreat mm in October. So we're organizing heaps of stuff behind the scenes for our girls and the team right now, whether they're in USA, Canada, New Zealand, Australia, um, some exciting mm. stuff that's coming up. So right now, Energy's going into planning them and prepping for those events and um, just enjoying life here on the Gold Coast.
1: Yeah. Well, actually something very exciting that we have coming that we've totally forgotten to speak about is her renaissance. Ah oh, yeah, the launch well, of her. Well, because we probably haven't even really spoken about. We know it's yeah. coming. We don't know what the launch is going to look like. <laughs> so there's a very exciting launch coming, and so maybe let's talk about what her renaissance is. Um, when did we launch it? it was when we came back online after maternity leave. So was it like October last year? 2020 It was easily six, six, seven, eight months ago.
0: Like yeah. it was. And I think it was because we had both come out of our own cocoon of like a new chapter of life, needing to re like, mm, identify ourselves, doing a bit of a rebirth, rebranding, getting clear in our boundaries, getting clear in all the different things. Um, and I think our team were kind of in a phase or even in the era where like we kind of all needed a bit of a rebirth. We'd yeah. um, been, most of our team or a lot of our team have been with us for so long. Yeah. Um, so it was an opportunity to, for us all to get clear on who we are, what we're passionate about, what our boundaries are, what our values mm. are, how do we make our business fun, how do you want to show up. Um, and then we put a beautiful little eight-week mini course together. Mm. Do you want to
1: speak into that? Yeah, so we provided it for free for our team. It was just an eight-week little container of just like allowing you the space to rebirth rebrand restructure just there's a lot of personal development a lot of deep like inner work a lot of like finding your feminine and
0: reflection I think giving women the space and the prompts to know what to reflect on to kind of tune into their intuition and their truth
1: yeah I think it was a lot like like you said we we totally transitioned from like maiden to mother in business. And then we came out the other end and we were like, holy shit, I'm not the same person I was before. But whether you're a mum or not, I think a lot of people in our team were like, I'm ready to change shit up and shake it up. Like I'm ready to just go to that next level. I'm ready to be the next version of me. So the eight week container was really just a space for our team to recenter, recalibrate. It was just, yeah, it was just a really beautiful 8 weeks and so we launched it to our team great feedback awesome transformation and then we had so many people in business like in and out of the network marketing profession like how do i get access to this course like it looks so good and at the time we were like oh I'm really sorry it's only for our team and anyway after a few like conversations we're like let's actually give this to our audience our btb audience so it is coming it is going to be available for all of you guys to dive into so we're in the middle of it's actually you don't know these slots but it's all up ready to go in the course structure so we just got to put our heads together and launch this
0: baby you guys are gonna love it it has such a beautiful little workbook Mm. and break. it was like broken down in bite-sized pieces so it's not like this big overwhelming course you'll do heaps it's just like it was a few days a week wasn't it, it was like a structure it was, it was like monday
1: three days a week yeah. 10 minutes each lesson yeah so it's like 30 minutes max a week yeah and oh, it, it covered so, cool. so many beautiful different things like what your
0: day looks like what your structure looks like what your branding looks like if you've got team leadership feminine leadership what that mm, looks like surrender learning how to yeah surrender it's beautiful so even if you're i think it's not just our team it's not just us I think you from the messages I've been getting from heaps of other women in the space I think a lot of us have kind of transitioned out of our masculine and that hustle culture over the last 12 months 24 months yeah it's like it's everywhere women are like wanting to we're learning that it's like the hustle culture was in and I'm not I think people have maybe misconception and hustle it's not like you don't work hard you don't it's not that at all but you can still get a lot done while still respecting your boundaries and having an opportunity to rest mm. um so it was a way of I guess giving women the space and showing them how they continue to thrive and succeed and build business, but it can be in a different energetic state, which I think what the whole her Renaissance mm. was about, which was yeah. a really beautiful container, which I cannot wait to share with you guys. Yeah. It's going to be
1: so good. So that's coming and I'm sure there'll be more magic. I'm coming. sure, I'm sure oh, we have our hundredth episode coming soon. I know. You've got, and you've got a really exciting vision for that too, don't you? I do, but I don't want to announce it on this episode because no. I need to get my shit together.
0: <laughs> <laughs> one episode,
1: one shit together at a time.
0: I think that's enough for this week. Yeah, I think we filled think you so. up. We filled you up on the last month or so. Um, and we've still got a few episodes even to release since our last recording too. So yeah. there's heaps
1: of goodness coming your way, guys. Um, and give us some feedback on what you would love to hear. We're taking the podcast in a new direction. Talking about bullshit too, yeah. not just business.
0: It's live chats, live chats on the couch. <laughs> so if you want to come join us, some weeks it's going to be coffee, some weeks it might be cocktails. I've got really good at making mulled wine when you're Ooh. away, so maybe some mulled wine.
1: Okay. 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 <laughs> I can do that. like that. Awesome. Well, it's good to see you again, love you. Love you. Love you. Good to have you back. <laughs>